When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the BetQL Daily Boost. I'm Lucy Burge of BetQL.com and I am joined by Dan Carpuck and Nick Ashu. And we have an NFL odds boost for the ages for you today on Joe Burrow over two 74 and a half passing yards and over two and a half passing touchdowns against the Jets. This is boosted to plus 425 at Caesars. So he's going up against the Jets. This is entirely possible. I love the value in this. There's a desperation right now with the Bengals. I don't think there's any question about that. The offensive line's not blocking for Joe Burrow. It's the same thing we saw last year, but yet it's a new offensive line. So there's a lot of pressure on this team to go out there and show that they're at least similar to what they were last year when they made the Super Bowl. Yeah. (laughs) The passing touchdowns is one thing here, right? Because week one, the Jets gave up three passing touchdowns to Lamar Jackson. So it's there. What I am a little concerned about with this, but again, it's an odds boost, so it's going to make it a little bit harder for it to actually happen, for it to hit. There's a reason why there's a great return, if that's the case. The Jets are only allowing 213 passing yards per game. So that's going to be the one thing that Flacco, or that Flacco, that, that Joe Burrow is going to have to overcome with the Bengals. One, he's going to have to get time to be able to throw the football. They've got the weapons. They've got the talent to be able to do it. We know what this offense is capable of. And maybe what you hope here is that there's been a couple of weeks where they've now gotten the chemistry working together. You know, Burrow didn't play in the preseason, was sitting out, didn't get the chemistry with – you still want to build chemistry with the receivers, even though you had it with, you know, your main guys last year, the offensive line. All those things, hopefully that starts to click because there's an opportunity here for Joe Burrow to get right, and it could be against the Jets. Yeah, like you mentioned, I mean, if he's under this much pressure, it's going to be hard for him to do anything this season. 13 sacks yeah. through two weeks. It's Bad, insane. Man. Last year. It's insane. Crazy. Worse yeah. than last year after they made these yeah. quote-unquote yeah. off-season improvements. Right. So I expect him to get the ball out nice and early here. I expect Joe Mixon to be utilized here in the passing game. Uh, some short slants. You know Jamar Chase whenever he gets the ball, even on these short yardage situations or short or short passes. He could break off big ones. Um, he has a lot of a, a lot of weapons that he can use here. And as you just mentioned, you know, week one, Lamar Jackson carved up this defense. Um, he's a guy who can throw the ball 50 times in a game. He threw the ball 51 times in week one. So, I mean, yes, there was an, that was overtime, but threw the ball 36 times last week. Um, you know, with this, the way this team's playing right now, this is probably going to be a close game. He's probably going to need to throw the game most, most of the, uh, throw, throw the ball most of the game. Um, and at plus 425, it's hard to find this type of value in a guy that, we saw this production from a lot last season. So I'm not, 
you know, I'm not going to completely turn the page on Joe Burrow here. I think this is a great yeah. situation for him to get right. Yes. And honestly, Dan, too, what it is, it's it's really it's kind of a buy low situation on Joe yeah. Burrow. When you say like it's hard to find this value on somebody with what we saw before, the potential's there each game for this offense to get it right in Cincinnati. And when they do, it might be this week and you get that value when in the you know in the future, those odds are obviously going to shorten. You're not going to get the same value once we start to see them get in sync with where they were last season. Exactly. You're going to be sorry if he really shows up this week and you did not get on this odds yeah. boost at Caesars at plus 425 and head to betql.com boost to see all of today's best odds boost and check out our exclusive sports book offers there as well. And follow us on Twitter at Daniel Carpuck, at Nick Ashu, and at Lucille Burge. So our favorite bets for this week three slate, I am going with my Lions plus six at the <laughs> Vikings. So the Lions don't look now, but they're on a roll after their big week two win. So I like them to keep this going and cover the spread against the Vikings here. Plus, Dan Campbell is 11 and three against the spread in games played on turf. Well, oh, don't yeah. you enjoy Look at these surface <laughs> trends. And Nine and two against the spread in dome games while coaching Detroit. The Lions are also putting up big points with 35 and a half average points scored this season to the Vikings, 15 average points scored per game. So I am all in on the Lions and Hutch and the Roar Boys to get it done once again. Lions, <laughs> as we call them, the Roar as Boys. We, we Lions fans call, I think we do. I don't know. I am Lions <laughs> plus six at the Vikings. I'm not sure if that nickname's going to stick, but you can give it a shot oh, well. and just see if it Hashtag catches on. Boys, there you go. This is, this is back-to-back <laughs> podcast, by the way, where Lucy is given a trend based on the field. So this is she's really <laughs> digging deep for all these trends, which is yep. which is great. I'm taking Philadelphia over 27 and a half points against my terrible, horrible commanders and their ridiculously bad defense. I mean, they were down 22 nothing to your roar boys last week, Lucy. Oh, you I saw what it. that offense is capable of. That's the Lions, who may actually have a good offense this year. But then there's the Philadelphia Eagles and what they did on Monday Night Football, which is apparently now a whole other level under Nick Sirianni. It's amazing what happens when a team hires an offensive-minded coach. It makes the quarterbacks better. We're starting to see that click. Washington's 27th in yards allowed, 29th in points allowed right now, 28th in rushing yards allowed. Philadelphia's number one in total offense right now in the NFL. And on top of that, they're second in rushing Washington's giving up almost nine yards a carry on the ground. It's embarrassing. They can't stop anybody. They can't stop the run. Their secondary refuses the tackle. They actually just sit back and go, would you like a touchdown? You're on my fantasy team. Please <laughs> help me out. I care more about my fantasy team than I care about what I do on the field. So Philadelphia is going to run all over Washington. Hell, I wouldn't be surprised if they put up 70 on my horrible, no good, terrible, just disgusting commander's defense right now. So take the <laughs> over 27 and a half in that game. Well, Nick, since you mentioned fantasy teams, uh, I do want to give a shout out to Carson Wentz. Because of this awful defense, uh, he has put up some uh, pretty uh, gaudy numbers yes. here over the last couple of weeks. And Just saying, just saying. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Bills minus five and a half at the Dolphins here. I think Buffalo's really quickly emerge as the best team in the NFL here beating the Rams 31-10 on the road in week one, obviously on that national audience game, uh, before absolutely dismantling Ryan Tannehill and the Titans 41-7 to last week at home. Under head coach Sean McDermott, the Bills have gone 14-4 and against the spread after allowing 99 or fewer rushing yards in two consecutive games, which they've done. Josh Allen should be in store for a gigantic day here in Miami. The Dolphins' defense has allowed an NFL worst nine yards per pass attempt, third worst passer rating at 114.4, fifth worst completion percentage at 71.2%, and have only registered two sacks through two games. 
that does not bode well <laughs> against a guy like Josh Allen. Allen should absolutely tear them up, and this offense should put up a gigantic number of points here. Miami easily beat the Dolphins or the Patriots, excuse me, in uh, week one, 20 to seven, but needed a miraculous comeback here to take down the Ravens. I, I, everyone's talking about that comeback and how amazing too it was, but they were down three touchdowns. Like, like yeah, let's not confuse it. Yep. That yep. secondary absolutely imploded. I do not trust Tua. I think this Bills defense is going to absolutely bring everyone backing him and all of the Finns fans down to earth here in this matchup. And I expect another huge Bills win. Love it. Subscribe to the BetQL Daily Boost wherever you get your podcasts.